It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. The big story over the weekend, of course, was the protest which took place in downtown Salt Lake City. We saw a lot of heartbreaking events. We saw some encouraging behavior. We saw cars burned, and we saw those uh, defenders of good stand shoulder to shoulder against those who would seek to destroy our city and loot our stores. And that goodness uh, was not only reserved to those men and women of law enforcement, but also to some of the protesters themselves. There's a story developing regarding uh, the ex- an exchange between protesters at the 7-Eleven. One of the unfortunate things I was able to witness on Saturday, as Debbie Dejanovic and I broadcasted here on KSL News Radio for some five hours as this event unfurled, we saw that there were looters that made their way into a 7-Eleven in downtown Salt Lake City. And at first we saw windows shattered and we saw individuals running from the store with crates full of whatever they could get their hands on. And then moments later we saw that behavior stop. We saw some protesters, what I initially thought were people fighting over stolen goods, what what really turned out to be the case were there were some protesters who were trying to stop the looters. And in fact, one man stood in the midst of them all shouting and saying, no, this is not right. No, this is not right. If you make your way over now to the KSL News Radio Facebook page, you will see some of that goodness on display. Uh, it's a, a wonderful thing. I look for an opportunity to speak uh, to some of the good guys involved in that situation on tomorrow's episode of Live Mike. But right now, I want to talk about an event that, if I'm honest, was overshadowed by the protests. It's a, a storyline that we've been following for some time here on this program and on KSL News Radio generally, and it is the Colin Ray concert. If you remember, it started off, announced it was going to take place in Kaysville, then it was moved uh, to a location just outside of Grantsville onto a a private venue out there, and, well, uh, an order came down saying that, no, this better not happen. And uh, to tell the rest of the story, we have the organizer of that concert on the line joining us now, Eric Mutsos. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm excellent. How are you doing, Mike? Uh, Not too bad. Not too bad. Tell me me what happened on Saturday uh, as far as you're concerned. Yeah, so we originally were going to go to Kaysville, then the city council, um, they turned on the mayor after saying that they were going to have it. Then 24 hours later, once the political heat came, they didn't want to have it, and they were going to turn sprinklers on Colin Ray. So then we found a private property with no water system that would have done that in Grantsville, and the county commissioner, Sean Milne, got really upset because we didn't come to him first. Mm -hmm. And so they they put an injunction um, saying that, that we were going to cause irreparable harm because of COVID-19. Um, the judge signed the order saying that you, you shall not have this event happen. Um, the, the organizer, or excuse me, the property owner, Jason Manning, went to the health department and said, can we get a permit? The health department said, we couldn't give you a permit even if we wanted to. Um, as we were arguing in court um, in the hearing, I got a little note that said, hey, just FYI, the Tooele County 
is allowing, as we speak, the BMX motocross to happen on their property. So there were thousands of people gathered in Tooele County at their uh, at their venue, well. while the judge issued, while the judge sustained her initial thing, saying that we were going to cause irreparable damage because of this emergency pandemic, um, but hypocritically allowing the BMX motocross to happen. Where's Colin Ray in all of this? Bring, bring us up to speed on how he was being communicated to and when he ultimately made the decision not to participate. Well, once once the judge said that she was going to arrest people and we were going to go to jail um, for having uh, saving small businesses, that's when it, it all just stopped. And so we were devastated because, you know, we had 15 food trucks set up. They all bought meat, um, ice cream, you know, the prosecutor um, for Tooele County, um, I can't remember, um, Broadhead, mm-hmm. Scott Broadhead, said that we can't pick and choose which laws we're going to follow, but clearly Tooele County can pick and choose which businesses can die and not die. What ended uh, up happening on health and safety? I saw uh, you have uh, your, your Facebook group, and I saw there was an announcement of an alternative location. I understand a number of people showed up to that. What ended up happening ultimately Saturday night? Yeah, so we ended up we ended up going to Benson Grist Mill. It's where Ezra Tap Benson's old mill was. His family. Um, I called for one thousand and one people to come because the judge said that we can't have more than a thousand people. So two thousand people ended up showing up. We had dozens of businesses show up, and we just kind of stormed apart. And uh, it was beautiful. It was that's what patriotism looks like. That's what that's what true Americans look like in in this kind of crisis. We're trying to build up communities. While Salt Lake City, they're trying to tear down. And so we did it in a form of protest. Um, some of the food vendors uh, that showed up, they, they sold over 1,200 plates of food. And so we had county commissioner showed up without a mask trying to shame the politicians that came. And it was it, it ended up being a beautiful night, actually. Which, which politicians showed up? Who, who was there? Um, Representative Kim Coleman was there. Rep, um, uh Phil Lyman, um, he is a, a state house rep. Right. Um, County Commissioner Paul Cousins came and spoke. Um, it, was, it was amazing. And what's the future for the Colin Ray concert? I have heard that there may be an effort to to, to continue and have him perform here in Utah. Yeah, State. we're going. Yeah, we're going for round three. Um, third time's a charm. We're going to Cedar City. Um, we're going to announce where that's at, but that's already a, that's already a signed deal. So we're going to go to a private property in Cedar City and. And uh, we're going to have the concert. It's going to be free. So if you're listening, just plan on the 13th of this month to come down to Cedar City, book your place, and it's going to be amazing. Has this been worth it? Um, To me or my wife, because because it's been, to me, it's worth the fight. And the reason why is because we have to, we the people are the answer to this. Um, It is not the government. We've clearly seen that the government has failed us. And so it has to be we, the people, to peacefully push back. You know, America was born from protest and pushback to a radical right. government. And right now, I believe that America needs to be reborn the same exact way. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that announcement. Two weeks. You say Colin Ray is going to ultimately uh, make his way here and perform, yeah, absolutely. huh? Absolutely. And, All yeah, right. just follow Utah Business Revival on Facebook, and I'm going to make the announcement within the next day. All right, Eric Mutsos, my guest, uh, organizer of this Colin Ray concert, has uh, been met with a few stumbling blocks along the way, but insists that he's going forward. Uh, Thanks again uh, for your time. We're going to, in a moment, take a break, but when we return, 
We're going to look at uh, another issue, again, aside from these protests. We're going to come back to the protests later on in the program. But there is a fascinating war being waged right now by the Trump administration against the Postal Service. You, you think, wait, why? What are, we, what are we picking fights? What's wrong with the Postal Service? They deliver my mail. Uh, they have lovely shorts. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful operation. Uh, sometimes I have to wait a day or two for a letter, but, but what? No, the, the post service is wonderful. Well, President Trump is not a fan, uh, nor is Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, and they uh, have very recently spoken up in strong terms against the U.S. Postal Service, and the Deseret News has published an opinion piece, a guest editorial, if you will, uh, defending the Postal Service. I find myself almost exactly aligned with the position of this guest editorialist, and I want to share some of my thoughts and some of the positions held by the Trump administration right now in defense of the Postal Service. Also, coming up later on in the program, we'll be speaking to U.S. Attorney John Huber. Why U.S. Attorney Huber? Well, it's because... Under the direction of Attorney General William Barr, it has been instructed of many to, to activate the Joint Terrorism Task Force and use some of the resources and tactics of that task force to look at the protests that are taking place around the country right now. Some of the crimes that you and I have witnessed in news footage over the past few days qualify as federal crimes. We'll be speaking with U.S. Attorney John Huber later on in the program, plus much more, all of it ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.